You are about to embark on a journey. A journey where your worst fears become reality. A journey where hell is not below us, but amongst us. Don't be afraid, relax, and take a seat while I open the box of horrors. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Box of Horrors. Um, Today we are going to be discussing a story called The uh, Back Roads, and it's about this young lady who decides to drink and drive and get on the back roads to uh, avoid the police, but um, there's a little bit more in store for her. So let's jump right in. I hope you guys enjoy the story. She tried her best to keep it together while walking to her car, but she was pretty wasted. Emma chugged a few glasses of water to help sober herself up for the drive home. Right before she got to her car, she decided to take a few more laps around the block before she got in. As she walked, she couldn't stop thinking about the good news. It was her first promotion. She never thought she was going to get so, she was pleasantly surprised when she found out. When her boss Martin called her into his office, she thought she was in trouble. Emma didn't think she was doing all that well on the job, but then again, she was always very hard on herself and extremely competitive. She was that kid in your class that would get upset if they got a B. Emma had brains but not beauty. She was always envious of girls that were prettier than her, and there were plenty. She'd have to beat them somehow, whether it was buying the most expensive makeup, wearing popular name brand clothes, or driving the nicest car that she could afford. Feeling better about driving, Emma got into her car and headed towards home. She decided that she would take the back roads just in case there were any cops out. She forgot to put gum in her mouth to get rid of the smell, so she tried feeling around her car for a piece. Emma opened the center console and felt around, but couldn't find any gum. She took a quick peek and nearly crashed head-on into a semi. The car swerved a few times after she yanked the steering wheel away from what surely would have been instant death, and she was able to get it back under control. She was surprised how calm she remained throughout the entire incident. Her heart barely skipped a beat. She even felt her heart and it wasn't pumping any more faster than it was before. Emma turned the music up and lit a cigarette. It was such a nasty habit, but she only did it when she was drinking. Emma started to think about how she would decorate her new office, what pictures she would use, She didn't have a man in her life and could barely remember the last time she had slept with one. For some reason, they just weren't interested in her. Roscoe, she thought to herself. Roscoe was her dog that she rescued from the shelter a few years back. She wanted to seem friendly and personable, so she decided on pictures of her dog and friends. Emma did take a lot of selfies though. Those certainly couldn't go in her office. They would think she was some type of narcissist. She 
She tossed the cigarette out of the window and rolled it back up. She was getting tired, so she rolled it back down so that she could feel the cold air on her face, but it didn't help that much. Emma thought about what she'd do on her day off, and the answer was simple, sleep. Anyways, it was past 2am, and that was way past her 9 o'clock bedtime. Once she hit the back road, it became harder and harder for her to stay awake. She caught herself dozing off a few times. She started slapping herself to force herself to wake up but the lack of streetlights on the back road was really taking a toll on her. She caught a glimpse of a cross planted in the ground and some flowers at the base of a big sturdy tree. Emma briefly thought about who that person was and it made her think about her best friend that died in a car accident during her senior year of high school. It all happened so quickly. Emma just got off of the phone with her best friend, Lauren. Lauren was supposed to pick her up to see a movie but never showed. The closer it had gotten to movie time, the text turned into calls and the calls to Lauren turned into calls to her friends. Nobody had heard from Lauren. Emma was the last person she'd spoken to. When Emma found out what happened, she couldn't eat or sleep for days. She nearly dropped out of school. It was her parents that encouraged her to finish. Lauren wouldn't want you to leave school, she'd want you to be strong, her mother would say to her. Emma knew that her best friend was always watching over her and keeping her safe. Emma didn't know what happened because it all happened so fast. She remembered snapping awake from a loud and heavy thud and then seeing a body fly over her car. She tried convincing herself that it was a deer or some other large animal, but she could see the motorcycle in the background tumbling behind her with sparks closely following in her rearview mirror. She sped up into the night. Emma really wanted to stop. She really did. She wasn't a bad person, not at all. She never even had gotten a speeding ticket in her life. The thing is, it all just happened so fast. If she could just take it all back, she would do it in an instant, but it was just too damn late. Emma frantically paced around her apartment. She peeked through the blinds and jumped at every little noise outside. She felt nauseous again and barely made it to the bathroom in time. Luckily, the damage wasn't too bad on her car, or else someone in her parking garage would have called the cops. Did they call the cops? Were they coming? Maybe the damage was bad enough to arouse suspicion. She hoped not too many cars would see hers since she parked in the back area that isn't driven by too often. What would she do if the cops did come knocking on her door? She looked around for an escape. She was on the 10th floor. There was no escape. Emma opened her medicine cabinet and took three melatonin pills, hoping to get some sleep and forget about this night, at least for the time being. She turned off all the lights and laid her head on the pillow, curling herself into a little ball. Who was she kidding? She wasn't getting any sleep. 
It didn't matter how many pills she took and she knew it. She tried calming herself by telling herself that the biker was okay and that he just got up off of the asphalt and shook his fist at her and called for a ride. The biker would tell his friend about the crazy lady that hit him and they'd go get a beer and tell all of their friends what happened. Emma woke up soon after falling asleep and slapped her pillow with discontent. Did she leave the window open? It was freezing. She felt for the window in a groggy state, but there was no air coming from them. She turned over to reach under her bed for this bare blanket, and that's when she saw a large figure in her doorway with a tattered hoodie and ripped jeans. As her eyes adjusted to the dark, her blood went cold when she realized that it didn't have a head. It began limping towards her ever so slowly. Emma screamed and begged for it to stop, but it just kept limping. She jumped back, landing on the floor. She pushed her body up against the corner in a fetal position and cried out for God to help her. It was about four feet away from her when she heard a loud knocking and it suddenly vanished. She heard a stern voice, police, open up. Alright, I hope you guys enjoyed that story. I um, was cutting it pretty close before recording this podcast. Um, this is actually airing, of course, Saturday, but I'm recording it on um, Friday, and it's currently... 1239 a.m. So I literally just finished that story and then hopped on my computer and started recording as quickly as I could and getting this all put together before I went to bed so I didn't have to rush and do anything in the morning. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed the story as much as I did writing it. So have a good day and I'll see you guys next week on the next episode of Box of Horrors. Thank you.